previously on Talk to Dad. I am very itchy right now. And snakes have backbones. Snails. They do? Yeah. Oh. Wait, no, they don't. <laughs> Hold up. Snakes have do backbones. Do they? Yes. One that's, second. that's all they are is a spine. Like, and I was like singing as loud as possible and she would yell like louder. And it's like really, that. really good. It's, it's, so, good. it's so good. You could, you could, you know, go outside, scream at a cloud. Talk to dad. Hello and welcome to the Talk Dad Podcast, episode 278. I've got Phoebe here with me through the miracle of technology. Hi. And we also have a very special guest. Phoebe's friend Hannah is also joining us. Hello. So Phoebe and Hannah are joining us from Phoebe's apartment. They have... Yes, we are. Phoebe's, All the way from Logan, Utah. Phoebe's microphone stacked on top of a stack of books. Um, that's and also they, the box for the microphone. They might not sound perfect, but we're going to roll with it anyway. How are things yeah. there in, in Logan? Things are good. We're starting to get hot. It was 90 degrees today. And I was like, ooh, I am glad I do not live in a very warm place. It I is, would not be able to handle that. It is 90 degrees in Logan, Utah. Is that, did I hear that correctly? Like nine yeah. zero. It's, I know that it's way hotter in Texas. Do you know how hot it is in Texas right now? What? Do you know how hot it is in Texas right now? I'm guessing 95. Incorrect. Okay. How hot is it in Texas? It is 102 right now in Texas. Oh, wow. That's really bad. Okay, but here's the thing. Is you guys have really good AC? And my apartment has okay AC, but... We don't get to set it. The apartment makes us keep it at like 73 or something. And my bedroom, because I'm in a tiny, tiny room that's like, it's like literally like Texas an 8x8 eight eight right cube. And it's got like just right a big now, window Houston, on one wall. And so it like, it gets so hot in my room. So it's like five degrees hotter than the rest of the apartment. So it's like, right now it's not that bad. But in the mornings, it's awful because the sun comes straight through the window and it's like, I'm like broiling. It's terrible. It's like a little oven. Right now, the heat index in Texas is 104. Yeah, okay. It is well, very hot. Tomorrow it's supposed to be 105. It's supposed to get up to 105 with the heat index of, I don't know, 107, 108. It is very, very hot here. Hannah's family is actually currently living in Alaska, so. We've got all, all ends of the spectrum there. Yeah. the um, It's been really humid, too. So it's pretty brutal right here. Yes, it's very hot. I still think that I have it worse than you. Because, <laughs> because I don't have course. good AC. And my car is right in the sun. So every time I go in my car, it's like 110 degrees in my car. We do have air conditioning. It's and true. a garage. So Today we went to, do you know where the Grandscape in the Colony is? Have you even heard of that? I have never heard of that. You know where Nebraska Furniture Mart is? Yes, I do. They've got this big area that built up in the Colony, Texas, that's got like all these fancy shops and stores and things and they built a big uh ferris wheel there and the ferris wheel is oh, one of those ferris wheels that. where they like have the little the little cars are like compartments and we mm-hmm. rode the ferris wheel today and each ferris wheel has its own air conditioning which is pretty cool yeah Whoa. i mean it would kind of have to how yeah. much of the ferris wheel rides what's that 
How expensive are the rides? Uh, probably too expensive. It was okay. It was like I don't know. It was like fifteen bucks or something to ride the Ferris wheel, but oh we goodness. didn't have anything else to do, so it was kind of fun. Each? Yeah, like each. Oh wow! Too, too much money. But we'd never done it before, and we decided to do it, and we were down there, and we were just hanging out. And it was so hot. It was so hot. Every time I stepped into the sun, I said, why is it so hot? And I never got a satisfactory answer. But when we stepped into the Ferris wheel and it was air-conditioned, I was like, ah, this is nice. Yeah. I mean, I am glad I'm in my last apartment. If I would have stayed in it for the summer, wouldn't have had central AC, so... Mm. This one kind of has central AC. It's just not enough for the bedrooms. It doesn't really get to them super well. Yeah, you live in a city in Logan, Utah, that normally doesn't get hot. And, like, air conditioning in Logan for some people is just open up a window. Yeah. Let the breeze come in and cool everything down. Well, yeah. But it does get hot enough you need My room's so little that it just fills up really fast. And so sometimes, for a while, it was, like, in the 30s at night, even though it was the summer. And so the heat would kick on at night, but because my room's so small and the door's closed, the heat would fill up the room and it would be like 80 degrees, like as soon as the heat turned on. And so I'd have to keep a window open. So it would be like ridiculously cold in my room, but just in case the heat kicked on in the night, I had to like keep the window open all night or I'd wake up with, I get migraines if I'm in like a room that's too warm. Yeah. And so I would just bundle up. Yeah. I hear that um, house plants are taking over your apartment. I wouldn't say they're taking over, but I, I would say they are. Um, <laughs> I was going to like lean my back against the wall over here, and I was like, actually, there's like six glass pots on the window. I'm there about to not, not do that. Um, I picture those those plants okay, just like no, there are six. There, there are six. vines coming out from those plants and just sort of surrounding you and taking you and I don't know, tying you up. Well, and... I have in my room right now six, seven, eight, nine. That's, I have 11 plants and one propagation going. That's a lot of plants. From Annie's plant. 11 plants is like 10 more than we have in this room that I'm in right now. And the one plant was me getting mom to get into plants. Yes. The thing about becoming a plant mom or a plant parent, I should say, is that you can never stop because then you meet other people who are also plant parents and they want to like share this joy of plants with you and they're like oh i can give you like these propagated plants and i can give you this and it just takes over your whole space but you just you can't stop loving them you know because these are your plant babies has, it, has, this, has this happened to you like, hannah three or four of my plants are from her from her propagation <laughs> no but i have so many plants too and like some are from i don't yeah you've given me a propagated plant i think and then i'm I, working on one i have some other friends who have given me plants and so they just keep growing which is bad as a college student with limited space. Well, and then if you go out of town, you have to have someone water them, right? Yeah. If you go out for, I think they've been going out for like a week at a time, so it might have been okay. This oh, one's yeah. from Hannah. What is that? Her propagations. You're holding up one to your camera, but people listening to the podcast probably can't see it. It is really pretty. It's purple and green striped. Yeah. And I have some Swedish ivy. I figured out that's called Swedish ivy. It is also oh. creeping Charlie but Swedish ivy and I have some English ivy and some kind of cactus that were birthday presents that were propagations from Hannah's plants. Some kind of succulent. It's like a either an Easter or a Christmas cactus, but we're not sure which one. Now Christmas cactuses are cool because they, they flower in the winter time. Yeah, they do. 
Oh, yeah. That kind of looks like a Christmas. I don't know what that is, actually. It's either an Easter or a Christmas cactus. Okay. Some holiday-themed cactus. Yeah. They have Thanksgiving ones, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. But I just trimmed down one of my plants because mom said she wanted me to make her a propagation of it. And so soon you'll have two plants in there. Is she going to bring it back? So yeah, we're planning on coming to Utah for our family reunion here in a couple of weeks, which will be very close to where you are now. It'll be at Bear Lake. I don't know if yeah, I should share that like with our podcast listeners. I, I don't know if I'm putting our family at risk from a safety perspective that some of our more devoted fans will try to hunt us down. I don't think that will happen. I don't think so, but you never know. I think I would say right now, Hannah is maybe one of our most devoted fans. <laughs> Very nice. I do listen to the podcast frequently. Good. I just, I think she's listened to more episodes than I have in the six years that it's been a podcast. <laughs> probably including the ones it's you've been on. Helpful. Yeah. What? Including the ones you've been on. I'm sure you don't go back and listen to the ones you're on. No. But I also, yeah, I, yeah, <laughs> I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Well, Hannah has a job where she, um, I just like work in a warehouse by myself all day long. And so podcasts have become my life. Like I'm, I'm sure all my friends are so tired of me saying, oh, I heard on this podcast, my favorite podcaster. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to like, shut up, Hannah, we get it. You listen to podcasts, but it makes me feel so intellectual, like, I listen to podcasts. Like, that's pretty cool. Do you ever and do at the... one point, she was like, do you have any good podcasts for me to listen to? And I was like, well, you can always listen to my dad's podcast. And honestly, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I was joking, but she did start listening to the podcast. That's funny. Do you ever do the thing where you're embarrassed to say you, you heard it on a podcast? So you start out by saying, I read somewhere and they're like, oh yeah, where did you read it? And you're like, in this article? Oh yeah. So what article was it? And you're like, okay. It was a podcast, yes. or okay, I, I saw it on TikTok. Like TikToks yes, sometimes, um, uh, Tumblr posts that I would see on Pinterest. I'm like, that's the most. I can't let people know that that's where I get my yeah. my content. Yes. Well, okay. Sometimes there's something I don't even remember what it was anymore. Oh, I do. It was. Um, I sent it to the family group chat. It was stuff about um fast and slow dopamine clearing. It was like this girl who studies neuroscience, but um. It was a TikTok, but she had <laughs> screenshotted on the green screen, like, scientific articles. So I was like, I mean, I can kind of say it was an article I read. <laughs> right. It's sort of, sort of like an article. It's sort of academic. Well, she screenshotted the articles, and I read it in the background, yeah. select, selected portions of it. <laughs> that counts. That's, that's better than most. Yeah. yeah. So I was in my car earlier. About an hour ago, I was coming out of Walmart, and we're going to talk more about that later in the podcast. But as I was coming out of the Walmart, I got back in the car in the minivan, and I'm starting to drive out of the the Walmart parking lot. And I saw this guy coming out of Walmart, and he had a Utah State T-shirt, and he was oh really yeah a very large black, young black man. And I rolled down the window and I yelled out, "Hey, Utah State!" And I think he kind of he kind of <laughs> waved and looked at me like. Why is this suburban dad in a minivan yelling at me? Like, but I don't know. I couldn't help it. Yeah. I have this Waggies. friend. I have this friend who goes to, oh, shoot. Um, I always want to call it ATM. 
but it's A&M. And <laughs> I'm going to get a lot of hate for that, I know. But, Texas um, A&M. It looks like that she, in their logo. Their mascot yeah. is the Aggies, right? And so sometimes she'll yep. post and like, go Aggies. And I'm like, when did you transfer to Utah State? And it always like takes me a second to figure out that they're going to the less cool school. I'm just kidding. A&M <laughs> is way cooler than Utah State. But it's pretty funny because pe- like people in Texas. In elementary school because I'd wear Aggie shirts that were blue for Utah State. Yeah. And I was in Texas. So so many people would be like, why is your shirt blue? Like, why is it not like maroon? And I was like, oh, it's Utah Aggies. And this one girl once straight up was like, there aren't Utah Aggies. And I was like, there are. I have a shirt that says it. And she was like, no, there's only Texas Aggies. And I was like, girl, I do not know what to tell you. I was like in like fifth grade. Yeah, Texas A&M fans, I, I think of even of all the Texas schools, they're the most, um, what's the word? Fanatical. Yeah, a little intense. Um, and I think Texas A&M is sort of unique compared to the other schools. Uh, University of Texas is pretty big too, but uh, Aggies are a special breed. The the Texas Aggies. Yeah. But. I, I had, for a while we had a letter board in our apartment that, like there's a thing at Utah State, it's not like, like sometimes people use it as like a hashtag or whatever, but like people will just write up Gwaggies, like G-W-A-G-G-I-E-S. Yeah. Like Gwaggies. And we have a friend that she had just transferred from a school in Arizona. And every time she said it, she saw it, she was just like, it just sounds like a duck. Like, she just like hated it. Yeah. It was Anna. Anna hates the term Gwaggies. Yeah. I think um, your mom, my wife, Allison, she doesn't like it when she sees the Go Tigers from LSU and it's Go spelled G E A U X. Because it's like, like all the Cajun. Yeah, it's a LSU. It's in southern Louisiana, so there's a lot of Cajuns there, so they spell it go like the French yeah, way. that's kind of funny. I kind of like it. I but, don't know. But Allison doesn't. I just like waggies. Waggies. It is very hot, but we have been spending a lot of time in our backyard because we just redid our backyard, and now it's a nice place. We've got a, a brand new pool that we're trying to get used to, and... I put up some string lights back there. And last week on the podcast, I talked about how Maisie has been going out there and, and barking at these birds. So we, we had for a while um, these two birds. They were cardinals. There was a male and a female cardinal. And they were living in the tree in our neighbor's yard. But they would often come and sit on our fence and kind of visit us. And I started to refer to them as our bird friends, Mr. and Mrs. Cardinal. And I would go out and say hi to them. And like for several days in a row, they were just always there and I could always see them. They would almost like look at you on the fence and you could be pretty close to them. They wouldn't fly away. And then like yesterday, they stopped showing up and now I feel like they've ghosted us. It's no, so sad. I, I was scared that you were going to say Maisie ate that. <laughs> no. I, I she could never. She just, could never. I was like, oh my gosh, no, not the bird that <laughs> she is not capable. No, I feel like they just left us and it's really triggering my social anxiety like... I've been ghosted by my bird friends. Like, I can't even keep bird friends. It's very sad. I put up a bird feeder and everything for them, but I think maybe putting up the bird feeder was the wrong move. I think they think I'm too extra now, and they just can't handle it. You're trying too hard? I'm trying too hard. Have you seen the, um, the it's a Mark Rober video, and he puts up a squirrel obstacle course, and it's got, like, a bunch of, like, because they kept stealing from bird feeders, and so he just sets oh, up this yeah. like, huge course, and 
the squirrels still managed to get into it. Like every single one of them. That's great. I'm sure they were very fat and happy. Yeah, I was a little worried about um, squirrels eating from our bird feeder. I haven't seen any squirrels yet. I haven't really seen any birds yet either. I put up this bird Maybe feeder. Maybe you think your bird feeder's too chuggy. And I was when I bought the bird feeder, I was thinking, I kind of want to get a hummingbird feeder too, because hummingbirds are cool. But I never see hummingbirds around. And then as soon as I put up the bird feeder, I saw a hummingbird, and now I'm going to put up a hummingbird feeder too. So is a hummingbird feeder different? Like, does it have nectar instead of seeds? Or what makes it yeah. like different? It's like the nectar, sugar, water. Stuff. Yeah, it has nectar. Oh. And usually it's like there's like a tube of nectar. And at the bottom, there are little pretend flowers where they can stick their beak in and drink the nectar okay. out of it. So I think yeah, I'm going to put yeah. up the hummingbird feeder. I don't know if it will ha- happen. Maybe you see them more in the wintertime when like food's harder to come by. But I had a hummingbird friend on my porch during COVID on my mission that I would like go out on the little patio and just sit out there and be sad about being quarantined because it was like the very, very beginning of the pandemic. And there was always, there was like these birds of paradise that were like right by the little, kind of like a balcony, but it, we were on the first floor. So it's like a porch with like a fence. Uh-huh. Anyway, there was birds of paradise right outside and there was a hummingbird that was always there. It was my hummingbird friend. Yeah. So it was actually eating from flowers. It wasn't like a bird feeder or anything. No, they were just flowers. That's I mean, they're cool. pretty common in Southern California, I feel like. Yeah, I was thinking that I never seen them around here, and then we saw one when we were out in the pool. We're spending so much more time outside that I'm noticing a lot more of the birds and things, but I don't know. I just got to say, that's a good backyard, but I'm, like, pretty sure it gave me chiggers when I was in Texas. I got huge Our chigger backyard? bites that I didn't even notice until I went home. Did you but walk through something else? No, I don't think there's going to be chiggers. There are chiggers in... Like if you go into the into the tall grass, like I tried to go, you know, to the one end of our neighborhood by the creek. I went over there yeah. and I tried to take pictures of fireflies. I had like my oh, camera all set up yes, so it would take like. Now that I think about it, I was going to say it was never in tall grass, but that's definitely where I got bit by chickers. If you go there, absolutely, you will get them. I did go there and that was. Mm-hmm. Did you but go- I feel like I didn't notice the bites till I was like almost home and I didn't. You never do anyway, with chickers. I don't know. You always notice them like the next day. Yeah. So, yeah, that's probably what it was. And you said it was where you were watching fireflies? Yeah, I was setting up, I set up my camera so I could take like, like slow, um, pick, slow, what, exposure photos. Try and take pictures of fireflies. And yeah. I didn't really get any good pictures. There's a couple where you can see them just a little bit, but I got so many bug bites and I was itchy for a long time. I think I, that's what I talked about on the podcast last week. That's why I said I was so itchy. You know? Yeah, I feel that. I'm just so jealous because I don't think I've ever seen a firefly and that's just like I'm my, my childhood dream is just to, is to see one Catch you lived in texas too you've lived all over the place and you haven't seen fireflies yeah maybe i have seen them and i've just forgotten i have very selective memories but we used to see them all the time and we'd go catch fireflies when i was little like over at the yep. park we got like big like animal crossing nets yeah and caught them and put them in little jars that's so cool i know Hannah, it sounds like it sounds like a storybook her story, dad's in the it? military so she's lived in like 20 million different places. Another but. thing I'm upset about is that my family is living in Alaska right now and they're moving since this is the end of like um, their tour assignment in Alaska. And I was like, they're moving to Alaska. We'll finally get to see the Northern Lights. And my family's seen the Northern Lights maybe three times. And I've just mm-hmm. never been there when they're like actually happening. And so I'll never, I'll never get to see them unless I go back to Alaska, which is not likely because it is cold and it is far. <laughs> So, yeah, I would like to, I've seen the Northern lights once when I was in law school, I went up to Alaska and I saw them, 
They weren't super bright, though. I would like to see them again. Yeah. Where in Alaska are they? Uh, just Anchorage. Okay. Anchorage is a pretty cool town. Yeah. It's, um, yeah. It reminds me of... One of, one of me the of, only bigger ones. Yeah. It's not a huge city either, and it's but it's very pretty. Lots of big mountains. Yeah. But, yeah. It's Alaska's amazing if you're a nature person. And yeah. if you like like fishing and hunting, it's it's great. My family are not outdoorsy, so that kind of limited what we enjoyed doing. But my mom tried to get us on hikes, and those were always gorgeous. Yeah, Phoebe's aunt, my sister, lived in Alaska for a while. And there were a couple of things she told me that always stuck with me. One was that they lived not in, a, in Anchorage. They probably lived about two or three hours from Anchorage. But... Um, there were a couple of things she told me that always stuck with me. One was um, you could get your name on a list so that if someone hit a moose and killed a moose on the highway, you could have it butchered and you could eat the meat. I did not know that. You couldn't That's legally so cool. pick up road cool, kill, but if you got on a list with the highway patrol, they would let you know. And then another thing was that you can't have small pets there because big birds will come take them away. <laughs> like an eagle will come <laughs> take your little dog away. I am one fun fact that I just love about Alaska so much is they don't put salt on the roads there when it gets icy. They just throw down gravel because Mm -hmm. if you put salt on the roads, all the moose will come down and lick it. And it just causes a lot (laughs) more problems than it solves. That is so very Alaska. So the roads there are trashed, but it's, it's for a good reason. That is so very Alaska. And then the other thing she told us was that often they're, elementary school or I don't know how I can't remember how old their kids were maybe it was like middle school they were, or elementary. Elementary they were probably school elementary school their elementary school is probably like a mile away from where they lived and every once in a while they would get a call from the school saying hey you need to come pick your kids up because there's a bear in the neighborhood and most of the time she would feel like oh they'll probably be fine but you, you have to understand what Annie's like yeah <laughs> oh my gosh yes Sometimes they would have to pick up their kids if there was a bear in the neighborhood. Well, so. I think she said the times that they forgot were like, or they didn't pick them up. They just like missed the call. And then, so then their kids were like the only ones walking home and were like crying. Cause they're like, I'm going to eat by a bear. Yes. What else has been going on, Phoebe? Um, How's your one class going? I've just been staying home and painting and, I am now getting paid for content creation, so I get paid to make Instagram reels now. So that's kind of fun. Wow, you're so, like you're an influencer. Just going up and up. You're going to be on the what is it called the hype house with all the other <laughs> TikTokers. You don't even need no. to be in college um, now. It's actually funny. I was thinking about it today because I was talking about it with my roommate last year. We were talking about some like YouTuber TikTok talker people that we sort of watch, and she's like yeah, like, that'd be kind of fun to, like, be an influencer. Like, that'd be kind of cool. And I was like, no, I would never do that. I have no desire to do that. And she's like, really? Like, not all? I'm like, no. And now I'm kidding. <laughs> well, and it was like, I wasn't planning on doing that. But my Instagram for my business kind of took off. And then Instagram invited me to their monetization program. And I was like, I mean, I can't say no to that. Like, <laughs> So is this, how much do you get? If I can ask a personal question, how much does well, it pay? I've only, I'm on my third day of doing it. It's, and it's weird. So Instagram's program is new. It's like not there. It's kind of a beta because they, they don't have a lot of accounts doing it. It's like, if you're under a million followers, they, you can only do it if they invite you. They'll only invite like a handful of Mm -hmm. ones to do it. Um, 
and sorry, I just got distracted. But um, so mine got chosen, but it's like they use a different like you never know how much you'll make because I think at, when you first start doing it, they want to pay you a little bit more. So you keep doing it. But currently, oh, and it's only for a month. And then they, they're probably going to kick me out of the program after a month from what I've Googled. They just, I don't know. It's really random. But right now, it's about $5 for every 1,000 views. So right now, I've gotten about 10,000 views. So I've made about, I think I make close to like $60 now. But mm. yeah, I have like a maximum I mean, amount. I can only make 1200 per month, which I'm not going to hit. There's no way. Like that would be lots and lots of views that I'm not going to get for how small my business is. But yeah, it's interesting though. It's kind of weird, interesting. but I think they must be doing that because they're, they're terrified of TikTok. They're feeling threatened by TikTok. Oh, I'm sure. Well, Instagram kind of sucks as far as like the fact that this is, I think this is the first time they've tried to monetize anything. And they're like, I mean, TikTok and YouTube and stuff have been monetizing stuff for yeah, like since they started almost. Isn't that why Vine died? Because all the creators that were getting famous couldn't get any money from Vine? I don't know. I don't really remember. It was a long time ago, but yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that was one reason. It is really weird to think about. Like, I don't think pe- most people em- have a lot of sympathy for influencers, but that must be an extremely stressful lifestyle, like to worry oh, yeah. about like how the algorithm is going to affect your earnings for the next year. Yeah, well, even on my business account, like it doesn't really matter because I have so much business right now that I have a wait list. And so I'm not really like trying to get my account growing a lot because I have enough. Like I have as much as I can handle right now. And, mm-hmm. You know, more than that because I have a wait list. But like the algorithm randomly changed on me like a month ago and it just stopped growing like it was growing and stopped getting the same amounts of views and engagement and stuff. And like, I don't really care because I don't really need it for, you know, what my business is. But if that was my like livelihood, like that'd be super stressful because, you know, it just changes all the time. Right. Let's do some news. Now your tomorrow morning's headlines tonight. I have a story out of upstate New York where a woman has been arrested for setting hundreds of cockroaches free in a courtroom. My worst nightmare. She um, apparently was at a courtroom arraignment and was videotaping the proceedings. And when the judge told her to stop, she released hundreds of cockroaches that she had brought to the courthouse in plastic containers. As a legal professional, Dad, what would you do if this happened? (laughs) I would agree that she needs to be held in contempt of court and probably fined and jailed for a long, long time. That's just really creepy. That woman cannot be out on the streets. Wait, so was she on trial or was she just like a viewer? It sounds like she was just like in the gallery. Wow. Um, That's just the most spiteful thing. You can't tell me what to do. Cockroaches. <laughs> there is a lot, not a lot of information in this article. There's a quote toward the end of the article where they say, what transpired is not advocacy or activism. It is criminal behavior with the intent to disrupt a proceeding and cause damage. That was from the Office of Court Administration. Um, The other details it gives is that she was a 34-year-old woman in the audience for charges related to the altercation, including disorderly conduct, obstructing governmental administration, and tampering with physical evidence. She was released, and it was not immediately clear whether she had an attorney to speak on her behalf. 
Very strange. It doesn't give her name. Um, This was in the Albany City Court, where four people have been arrested at the state capitol. I don't know. It sounds like she may have been part of a group doing some protesting, and that's what she got brought into court for. But then when she was in court, she tried to videotape it, and when the judge told her to stop, she released cockroaches. Oh, and you know she was planning on doing it from the beginning because it's not like she just happened to have all those cockroaches on her. Like, There's, that was the plan. That is not a crime that cannot be premeditated. It has to be premeditated. That, yeah, that pretty much has to be premeditated. Where do you even <laughs> get like, hundreds of cockroaches? cockroaches? They are, like, they are in deep now. They are in that building. And imagine just being a judge or a lawyer there and just, like, every couple of days you see a couple cockroaches, like, crawling. Like, they'd, they'd be there for a while. You would think that would so. Be, I would quit. Like they right said, there, I could not handle it. They said the courtroom is closed for a couple of days so they can do fumigation. Okay, that's good. But still. I don't know, cockroaches are pretty hardy. Like, I would be surprised if one or two survive. I would never completely trust it. Yeah. Where do you even get hundreds of cockroaches? Like, do you just have a friend? A cockroach <laughs> I know wrangler? ladybugs are a thing. Like, you can get hundreds of ladybugs on Amazon for, I don't remember what type of animal, but people buy them for... I think they you know, eat they aphids to put in their garden. Yeah, they eat aphids, so they they get rid of other pests in your garden. I bet you can get cockroaches, cockroaches for some sort of like animal that eats them. I mean, I'm sure there are like insect wranglers, like in Hollywood, when they need to do like a horror movie. But well, maybe they just CGI them all now. But I'm sure there were. I don't know where you get hundreds of cockroaches, even if you felt like releasing them in court. Probably for lizards or something. Pet lizards. They don't eat cockroaches, though. They eat crickets. You I'm crickets looking it up right now stores. because I bet that you can buy them on Amazon. <laughs> You're looking it up. We'll ask Google and see what Google says. Where um, can you get cockroaches? This is so gross. There's a bunch of fake ones. So. All they did was it's give me... The picture of it. It's awful. All they give, did was give me some Google map results for um, pest control services. Not the same thing. I'm going to look up buy cockroaches in bulk. <laughs> That's very strange. I don't know how or why you would do that. They have a lot of um, camel cockroaches. So it's like canned chicken, but with one of the worst insects known to man. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. You can totally buy them on Amazon. 400 medium live dubia roaches are oh. $55. You can buy them on Amazon? Yeah. Are they prime? Can you get them in uh, two-day delivery? It doesn't look like it. Oh, some days only have 19 left in stock, though, so you got to order soon. <laughs> 19 batches, though, not just 19 cockroaches, right? Yeah, 19 batches of, let me see how many. Who else is Of 1,000. This? this is of 1,000 small cockroaches. Can you ship it to your daughter who's in college? Uh, I think it actually specifically says you cannot ship these to your daughter that's in college. Oh, okay. There's a little disclaimer. I see. But you can ship them to your daughter's friend who lives in a different apartment complex. No, I don't believe so. No. It's a loophole. I see. And then your daughter's friend can deliver them to you personally? What? Your daughter's friend can then deliver them to you personally? I mean, to one's daughter? That that wouldn't be allowed. Okay. Does anyone want to share their story? She would no longer be your daughter's friend. (laughs) Does anyone want to share their story? Yeah, I can go ahead and share my story. Okay. So I was reading this, and I was like, what in the Willy Wonka? How how did this happen? Um, so apparently, this happened in Pennsylvania. There were some workers that got trapped in a chocolate tank. 
and I'm very intrigued, but the article doesn't tell a lot of information. Uh, it's just about, it's pretty close to Harrisburg. And they Is fell it into perhaps in Hershey, Pennsylvania? I got to think it's close to Hershey, Pennsylvania. Oh, that would make sense. Mm, it doesn't look like it. It's for Mars. Well, that's, wait, what? Harrisburg or Elizabethtown? The plant's in Elizabethtown. Hmm. Um, but yeah, it was a waist deep tank of chocolate. They weren't hurt, but they were taken to the hospital. So I just want to know, like, maybe one person loses their balance and falls <laughs> in. But how could two people fall into the same tank? Like, what, like, earthquake? Or was there, I, I don't know what happened. It's, it sounds maybe they were like, being chased by cockroaches, and that was the only way to escape. It sounds like one of two things. One... It's the beginning of a romantic comedy, and this is the ultimate meet cute. They both fall into the chocolate vat together, and that's that how they so begin cute. their relationship. Or two, it's the beginning of a super bo- uh, comic book villain's origin story. <laughs> Does that like chocolate? More like the second one to me. But what, what would their what would their superhero or villain name be? I don't know. It would be like I don't know, chocolate face killer. I don't know. Oh, it would be like the chocolate monster from Candyland, which, as you know, I was terrified of the Candyland villains as a child. Yeah. (laughs) What was the one that was the goopy, the goopy chocolate guy? Yeah, I was mostly afraid of Lord Licorice, but. Oh, he was creepy. There was also one in the the goopy fudge flats or whatever it was. I might have shared this before on the podcast, but I had like an intrusive, a, a very bad intrusive thought as a child. That if I walked into our living room, I would see Lord Licorice jumping up and down and wiping the windows from the outside. And it was, like, haunting. Like, I could not go in there. And I would cry and cry. And I would try to explain it to people. And they'd be like, um. (laughs) I just Googled um, Candyland characters. And there is Queen Frostine, Lord Licorice, Gumdrop, uh, Mr. Mint. I don't know who Mr. Mint is. King Candy. Jolly. I thought there was this like kind of gooey chocolatey guy, but maybe I'm just imagining that. No, there totally is. I feel bad for um, what's it called, Mister? Yeah, Mr. it's Mr. called. Sorry, I just interrupted you, but I'm looking at the board right now, and there's Gloppy. <laughs> gloppy, Gloppy. Yeah. So maybe I think they've changed it from the original though, because some of these, like, there's no Mister Mint on the original board. If Gloppy, the original. Was a this comic picture book of the original board has oh, there he is. Plumpy, the plum guy, the kids. Oh no, Mr. Mint is the pepper is the candy cane guy. Oh, Lord okay. Licorice, terrifying. Yeah, there's, um, there's a guy called Gloppy. Jolly the gumdrop person. Princess Lolly. Grandma Nut. Gloppy and King Candy. Oh, and Queen Fro- Queen Frustine. Yeah. Grandma Nut's kind of creepy, but Gloppy seems like he would be the comic book villain in this story. Yeah. It's like the electric eel guy from um, Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah. Or isn't there like a mud a mud guy in Spider-Man? There's a sand guy. Maybe it's the sand man I'm thinking of. But I was thinking of the electric eel guy because he falls into a vat of electric eels, and that's how he becomes the electric eel guy. Oh, my gosh. Yes. So this does seem like it's a comic book villain origin story. Any more details from the story that we can know? Or is it that pretty much it? Uh, That's pretty much it. I wish there was more. Are they okay? Did they survive this incident? Yes. They they weren't hurt at all. Well, they went to a hospital, but they 
weren't dead. So, um, presumably it was kind of hot, right? Imagine drowning in melted chocolate. Like that's horrifying. I saw Willy Wonka in the chocolate factory when I was very, very young, the original one with Gene Wilder. And I found it pretty terrifying because bad things were happening to these children. And then the little Oompa Loompas would come out and you would never see the kids again. Yeah. And I used to think, I was like, Oh, like Willy Wonka, he, he's the good guy. Like he's so sweet and he's so nice. And he knows these kids so well that he knows like Charlie should be the one to take over. But he goes off the rails and like screams at this kid. I'm like, Listen, they're children. They don't understand the consequences of their actions yet. You know, you, you got to prod them in the right direction, not scream at them about how awful they are. He's clearly unstable. The one that really stuck with me was the one where the woman, the girl blows up the size of a blueberry. Is it a girl or a boy? I can't remember which one. It's it a girl. It's the gum one, I think. But And then they roll her away, and I'm just like, you never see her again. Is she always like the size of a giant blueberry? I don't know. It disturbed me. It's freaky. Yes. And Willy Wonka doesn't even care. He's like, and it'll it'll work yeah. out. Well, he doesn't he seem to. In fact, he seems to kind of enjoy the fact that they're getting the consequences of their bad behavior. Yeah, and when you watch as a kid, you're like, oh, they had it coming to them. Like you were like kind of happy that they're getting like these awful things happening to them. But then, like as an adult, you're like, that's isn't it up to okay. the adults to have like the safety controls to make sure that the, these bad things don't happen to the kids, even if the kids do something a little bit wrong. I was reading up some um, like some fun facts about the the original Willy Wonka, and so apparently the scene when he comes out and then he like rolls forward and everyone thinks that he's falling, um, he didn't tell anybody he was going to do that, so the kids are just generally surprised. And then the creepiest scene when they go on the boat through the yes, dark the boat ride waters uh-huh. and there's all like the weird pictures going. They didn't know what was going to be showed there. So some of the kids were like literally sobbing. They're like, this is terrifying. Get me off this boat. It's pretty, it's pretty creepy. Even by today's standards, I think that scene in particular, it's pretty creepy. Yes. Yeah. Phoebe, you want to share your story? What? You want to share your story? I would love to share my story. My story, actually, the more I think about it, the more I think that this would be better if you could see the visual. So you have to put it up on the Instagram or something. Yeah, we're going to have to tweet this out or put it up on our Instagram because there is a very strange picture that is going around the news. This is actually on the news. This isn't like the Weekly World News or the National Enquirer, but there is a cryptozoological photo that's being shared. It's creepy. It says, Texas City shares photo of unidentified, in quotes, object outside zoo. And when I first looked at it, I was like, oh, it's just like a guy. But the more you look at it, it kind of looks like a werewolf or something or like a... It's very It's strange. a really weird picture. It's just like kind of a silhouette. In my opinion, it looks like the Demogorgon from Stranger Things, which makes it even more terrifying. Have you been I watching Stranger, Stranger Things, Things, Hannah? But Have you been watching season four? Oh, yes. It is really good. We binged it, so it our, here and it is so good. It's a little violent, though. Like, it's I, I'm violent. always down for scary movies, but I was like, I need a friend's hand to hold on to here. This is a little much. It is the scariest season, I think. Um, yeah. But also the best season. Also really good. Which is why I have not watched it, because I have no tolerance for anything like that. <laughs> we, um, I don't know if you talked about this on the podcast, but we have a friend who gets seizures when she gets scared. And so at the very end of the first episode of season four, she was like, nope, I can't watch the rest of this. This is going to... 
Oh, and yeah. give me seizures. And I was like, yeah, fair, fair. Yeah, yeah. well, she, so she has seizures. They're kind of triggered by stress, but it's like a specific type of stress. Like, it's not the flashing lights for her. It's like horror movies. She can't watch horror movies because the type of stress that it induces triggers seizures for her, which she's on a medication now, so she'd probably be fine. But she used to get them all the time. Hmm. And it's like, the, she said that the music in horror movies was like what would set it off. We started the movie uh, Belfast. Um, I don't know if you've heard about that movie, but it's kind of like it takes place like in the 60s in Belfast, uh, Northern Ireland. And I think it's kind of semi-autobiographical of Kenneth Branagh because he wrote it and directed it. And there's this little kid, and it's basically like this little kid's story. Um, and he is just being a normal kid in his neighborhood. And, and kind of in the background, it's all of the Civil War, kind of the troubles in Northern Ireland. So there's like terrorism and violence and things. And um, I heard it's really good and kind of heartwarming, but it is extremely stressful. I found it very stressful just because at any moment you feel like something horrible is going to happen. And this kid is so sweet. Like a thriller? It's not really. I mean, it's just a drama, but you just, because there's like the, always the threat of violence every time he leaves his house, you just, I found it and nothing. We've only watched half the movie. We sort of aborted halfway through. We'll get back to it eventually. But, um, I don't know. I just found it a little stressful, like in a way more stressful than stranger things Because stranger things, you know, it's like it's within its own convention and you know, it's gonna, I don't feel like I'm scared while not scared, but I'm like, I find it thrilling while I'm watching it. But as soon as I turn it off, I'm like, no, I don't worry about it. I can't. I just have decided I don't enjoy watching like any type of horror. I don't think I've ever watched a horror movie all the way through. And so I know that stranger things is good and I totally respect that. And I, think that in some ways I would enjoy it, but I just can't, I can't do it. I can't bring myself to watch it. I think you would like it. I'm not even a huge horror movie person, but I find it really good. I, mostly I like the characters. The characters are just so great. I know. And I know I would like that part of it. And that's why I kind of want to watch it, but I just don't like. And I, I'll admit. Yeah. I have a very low tolerance for stuff like that. A big part of it for me is I got sucked in by the nostalgia because I am just about exactly the age of the younger characters in that. Like You're in 19. 19- in 1987, I was, you know, a freshman in high school. So, yeah. I was 13 when they were 13 is what I'm trying to say. So, yeah. the age they're I thought you were saying at, they were 13 years old. Not in years, no. I know. I but was just kidding. Um, let's get back anyway, to your story. this Chupacabra thing. So, it's the Amarillo Zoo posted on Facebook the picture from their security camera, and they said, is it a strange? Is a person with a strange hat who likes to walk at night a chupacabra? Do you have any ideas of what this unidentified amarillo object could be? And they're like asking for theories. Um, no crimes were committed, but there is no like attempted entry. But it's just this weird picture. Yeah, and it's, it's on the like, outside. So it was captured, I think, by um, security footage from the zoo. But it's outside the fence. It's not like a animal inside the zoo. Yeah, I it's wish very I could see like a looking. video of it moving, you know? Right. It's just got like really long arms. It's kind of... And legs. Like the legs are like bent weird. Like it's not, it doesn't look superhuman. Yeah. It looks like the pose that the Bigfoot's like, all, all the Bigfoot like memes and stuff. Like that's how it's posed. The weird yeah. box they have, yeah. Have you ever seen videos of dogs? Like there's this one dog in particular on the internet somewhere that always walks on its hind feet. It just like walks upright um, all the time. I don't know. Is it the one? I, I think it has know, like some sort of disorder. Of the dog doing the, I can't 
say the name of the new Lizzo song, <laughs> the dog dancing new Lizzo song. Um, no, I don't think so. But there's a dog. There are some dogs that have some sort of disorder where they walk on their hind feet all the time. And that's what this looks like. And I guess that's one of the theories with this is it's a coyote walking on its hind legs, but normally coyotes don't do that. And it, it also really just look like looks, that to me, though. yeah, it's very strange. It looks looking. a little bit human. It just doesn't look all the way human. It looks very strange. I don't know what it is, but I will post the photo, um, to our social media accounts. So talk to dad on Facebook and, and Instagram and then TGD. Um, what, what is it? TGD uh, podcast no, yeah, TGD on Twitter. Podcast? Yes. So you can I, take a look at yeah, it. Yeah, I got to say the picture really like when you first see it, you're like, oh, it's just a weird guy. But the longer you look at it, the more you're like, it doesn't look like a person know. in a costume because it's too scrawny. Well, and it's got like like the way the body's like contorted is weird. It's very odd. Yeah. Yeah. It's the longer you look at it, the weirder it gets. Yes. Let's play a game. I thought we would try the game that we've done. Phoebe, you've done it several times on the podcast. I oh, no, we it's going to be made up movie minute. Either or. No, we're going to do made up movie minute. Oh, okay. That was oh, fun. Okay. With you and Hannah. So the way this works, Hannah, is I'm going to give you a movie title, a movie you've probably never seen before. And you have a minute, let's say a minute and a half, 90 seconds to make up a plot for this movie title. And then we'll talk about like what the actual movie is. I pulled up a list of Netflix original films. Because, you know, there are a lot of Netflix, some of them become very popular, but a lot of them, no one ever watches or you've never heard of them. Yes. But I've got a list of Netflix original films from 2022. And let me pull up the list. I'll read several different options. You guys can pick one. And then you will have 90 minutes to make up the... Plot line. Not for 90 minutes. <laughs> 90 seconds. Is that better? You have 90 yes. seconds to make up a plot line. We just act out the entire movie. <laughs> so this is how we think it would go. Yes. Uh, this link is being slow. Sorry about that. Have you ever heard this one? They haven't done it. I don't think they've done it. All right. Here are some <laughs> Netflix original movies from 2022. There's one called How I Fell in Love with a Gangster. <laughs> one called Photocopier. One called This Is Not a Comedy. The Royal Treatment. Um, some other ones. Uh, Through My Window. Into the Wind. Fistful of Vengeance. Any of these sound good so far? Parallel you, Mothers. You no, you go first. <laughs> I can't. No, we'll do it together. Okay. You choose the title. Um, I would say... Um, uh, uh, I fell in love with the gangster. <laughs> Is <laughs> that what it's called? All right. So you're, you'll work together with this. This will be cooperative. Both okay. of you will work at the same time. I will set a timer for 90 seconds. Starting now. Okay. Um, this is obviously a rom-com. Um, yeah. Yes. It's actually, um, for Pride Month, it's actually a man and a man. Um, and one of them's a gangster. 
And one of them actually owns a soft serve shop. Oh, okay. I like it. Maybe the um the gang I I don't know. I don't want to be offensive here. I the am, gang goes in and offers the soft serve shop protection. And <laughs> the soft serve shop says we won't give you money because we're a struggling small business, but we will give you unlimited soft serve. And they were like, the gangster guy is like, at first he's like, that's ridiculous. Get ready for gang wars. And then he's like, wait, this is the best soft serve I've ever had in my entire life. (laughs) And there's obviously a moment when um, one of the guys is trying to protect the other guy from flying bullets. And they have like the cute moment where they like fall on each other and lock eyes across the ice cream counter. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. And um, they just bond over their mutual love of ice cream and danger. And, yeah, then one of them proposes by sticking a ring inside the soft serve. But he chokes on it. The gangster chokes. (laughs) It's sent to the hospital. But when he's in the hospital, he's having one of those, like, dreams where they're like, you can stay or you can go. Oh, man. (laughs) It's going to end on a cliffhanger. He should be writers for Netflix. He realizes that he needs to stay for his soft serve lover. (laughs) Very nice. Very nice. This movie currently has six out of 10 on IMDb. The story, (laughs) it is a Polish, it it is a Polish historical story. Apparently it's based on a true story of a mysterious woman who recounts the rise and fall of a famous Polish gangster. Oh, that's what the original movie is. I think I like your movie better. Let's do. I mean, that's pretty fun now. Let's Someone do one more. This. I think I might pick the title this time. I Let just, I'm see. just saying, for all those movie producers out there, um, hit us up. We can change the name. It's not a problem. All right, your next movie, and you will have 90 seconds to make up a movie for this. Will be called. Your next movie will be called Honeymoon with My Mother. Oh, my gosh. Oh, no. Oh no. And you have okay. 90 seconds starting now. So I'm thinking, of course, rom-com again. But I think what happened is this guy is left at the altar. Um, but he's like, this, hun- these, this honeymoon to this resort, it's non-refundable. And then at the same time, his mom is going through a divorce. And she's like, we need this. We're going on your honeymoon. <laughs> Yes, and so um, they, what you said, it was at a resort? Yes, in Cancun. So he so didn't get married, he left mm, the no, altar. Florida. Sorry, what? He didn't actually go through at the wedding, or his, wife le- his wife-to-be left him, but he still decided to go on the yes, honeymoon with his at the mother. altar. Okay. So he's going with his mom, because his mom is kind of overbearing, and she's going through her own stuff, so she tags along, and it's in Florida. They're in Florida. Um, and I think uh, his... Mother also invites all of her gal pals because if she's going to take a trip, she needs her besties to support her through this time with her divorce. Oh, and the reason she tagged on originally is it just happens to be a crocheting convention in that city at the same time. And this guy at first is like, Mom, come on. But he learns about the importance of family and gets really, really into crocheting. 20 seconds. What? 20 seconds left. Oh, he gets really into crocheting. Um, Yes. And then. All of his mom's friends help him see that his worth doesn't lie in who he's with, but himself. And once he gets that self-esteem, esteem, he finds the girl of his dreams. 
And they started crocheting business together and um, have an empire of crocheted things. Nice. So I like the way that the the female object of desire only appears at the very last part of the movie. Yes. Yep. Once once he is emotionally ready for it. Nice. Very good. Um, this is actually a Spanish movie. Let me see what I can find out about it. Um, Honeymoon with My Mother came out on April 29th. Um, it is from Spain. I should have looked this up while you're doing it, but I did not. This one only has 4.6 stars on IMDb. Did not do so well. Wait, you said 4.6? 4.6 stars out of 10. Oh, out of 10. Okay, yes. I was like, 4.6 is pretty good. Um, the storyline, it says, when he's dumped on the altar, a young oh, woman... Oh, yes. A young woman... Totally when she, wait, this is a little confusing. It says, when he's dumped at the altar, a young woman takes her mother. I think they meant when she's dumped at the altar. A young woman takes her mother on her intended honeymoon to a remote resort. But her mother has ulterior, ulterior motives. She needs a big interview to help her magazine. And the resor- resort owner is a perfect catch. Wow. Very close. Very close to the premise I totally you came knew up it. With. It's like I watch cheesy movies all the time. Yes. This kind of reminds me of, there's this movie that came out a while ago called Like Father. And it has uh, Kristen Bell as the star. And so she leaves her, like, fiancé at the altar. No, no, no. She's, like, on her phone and way too into her business and, like, you know, slaying, but also not paying attention to her literal wedding. And so he's like, bro, I can't do this. And so her her and her dad end up getting um, intoxicated, and they both end up on the cruise ship that was meant to be their honeymoon. And this is her dad who, like, hasn't been in her life for most of it. So he left when... So it's really cute, actually. Is that but, a Netflix yeah, movie also? Yeah, I'm parent parental bonding. I... Oh, you know what this reminds me of? The vibe that this gives me? When I've been painting all day, I've been watching Shit's Creek. So I watched like three seasons because I just play it for hours while I'm painting all day. Uh-huh. But I feel like this is the Shit's Creek plotline. <laughs> like, it does sound finish. like one, yes. It does. For sure. Well, there's only one last thing to do on the podcast, and that is... Three words for you. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. Treat yourself. So the reason I was at Walmart earlier, as I mentioned earlier in the podcast, was Phoebe was at Walmart, and we wanted to see if we could find something that we could both try on the podcast, since you are in Logan, Utah, and I'm in Fresco, Texas, and we landed on some ice cream flavors. I was really hoping I could find the new Grey Poupon and Pretzel flavor of Llewellyn ice cream, but I didn't have it. You had it there, but they didn't have it here, so instead we... Um, found Little De- Little Debbie flavored ice creams, which I've been meaning to try anyway. Yes, I was kind of happy because I'm not super in the market for ice cream that I'm probably not going to eat much of or in the freezer space. I don't have a lot of freezer space. And so I was not, so I was a little more excited about the Little Debbie ones, but I'm going to go grab them and grab right. some spoons. I'll go grab mine as well. Okay, so th- I have the strawberry shortcake rolls ice cream and zebra cakes ice cream. And then you have strawberry shortcake rolls ice cream and what? Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal cream which pie. Which is my favorite Little Debbie snack, so I had to try that one. Really? <laughs> They're so good. There's so many better I ones I think Star there. Crunch that is, is pretty darn ones. good. I actually like zebra cakes. They're pretty good. I like Star Crunch. That might be my favorite one. 
There's a Star Crunch ice cream where I was. I almost got it. I was really close to getting that one instead. The Nutty Butter ones are pretty good. Nutty Butter Bars, they're good. There was also Nutty Butter Bars in the Logan Walmart, which I don't think you had either of those. And I'm just talking about Little Debbie snack cakes right now. Like, yeah. if I had to rank them, I'm not sure the oatmeal cream ones would. I know a lot of people really like them, but I'm not sure they would be in my top tier. They're number one for me. I think I have really good like childhood memories of them. Because yeah. when I was in elementary school, they would do these like, they were called explorer classes, but you could like stay late two days a week and take these classes. I would do like the jump rope team or like math and science club or whatever. But um, you got a snack before and they were usually like random healthy things. But every once in a while, they would give us oatmeal cream pies. And it was just like best day of the year right there. I think little bit, little bit <coughs> I can't talk. I think Little Debbie snack cakes had kind of a resurgence during the pandemic when you needed to have really? individually wrapped things for like get togethers, like at school mm. or at church. And you wanted to pass out snacks, but it was better to have them individually wrapped. I noticed they showed up at like ch- church activities quite frequently. I always, I, when I was like a theater kid in high school, I would like buy oatmeal cream pies and stick them in places where no one else would find them in case they needed a snack because I love yeah. oatmeal cream pies so much. I like the Swiss rolls too, even though like oh, it's one of those so things good. where I know it's kind of gross, but I enjoy it anyway. Because the goop inside the Swiss rolls is kind of gross, but it's also kind of good. No, they're it's just, all delicious. There's nothing gross about it. There's the something Swiss about the like amazing. cream marshmallowy like filling on the oatmeal cream pies that's just so good. And it's not like overly sweet. I mean it's really sweet. <laughs> But, like, it's so good. All right. Should we try the strawberry shortcake rolls one first? Because we both have that one. I'm not going to lie. It just looks like it's strawberry swirl ice cream. I'm trying to get – there is, like, cake in there, but I'm trying to get, like, the – I'm trying to, like, dig it out so we get some of the bite. I'm going to mute the mics while we eat so we don't eat into the mic. Okay, Hannah. So, you know, Mm -hmm. if you've listened to the podcast before, we rate everything on a scale from gross to delicious. Um, what would you rate this? Um, what's like, what are some of the middle ones? There's meh and okay. Yeah. So it goes from gross to meh to, uh, okay to delicious. Okay. I would say it is okay only because I don't see how it's different than other ice creams. Um, I just, it just kind of tastes like a, like strawberry cheesecake and like, it's okay. It's pretty good, but there's no like. I don't think Little Debbie when I eat it, so it's pretty good though. Yeah, it doesn't really give you a sense of the snake ca- the snack cake. Did you get a bite with the cake in it? Because the cake is really good in there. This, there's sponge cake bits. But I kind of agree with Hannah. It's just sort of like generic strawberry cheesecake flavor. Yeah. I'm going to give it delicious because I really like a good cake ice cream combo. And I like the, the cake swirl. Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. And I could go either way. I mean, it's it's delicious because it's ice cream and it's got, you know, strawberry stuff in it and cake in it. And that makes it delicious. But it is a little disappointing in that it doesn't there's nothing to really distinguish this. Like if you scooped up, you scooped up a bunch of it, you just say this is strawberry shortcake ice cream. Um, you wouldn't think it's has anything to do with Little, little Debbie. All right, let's try the next one. Let's both, we can both try them at the same time. I will be trying the zebra cakes ice cream and you will be trying the oatmeal, what is it called? Oatmeal cream pie. Oatmeal cream pie ice cream. 
All right, the zebra cake ice cream, I actually thought it was delicious. Yum, 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 yum. Delicioso. I was kind of afraid it would be a little bit like the strawberry shortcake roll and that it really wouldn't taste like a snack cake. But I think the difference here is that the chunks were bigger. So it, mm. it does kind of taste like a zebra cake, and I liked it. I thought it was delicious. Here's my problem with the oatmeal cream pie. When you get the chunks, it's so good. It's really good. It's high quality. I got one big one, and that uh-huh. helped. But there's not a lot of them, and most of them are really small. And so, like... Otherwise, it's just, what, vanilla or chocolate? What What is the ice cream? It's just, like, a vanilla-y, right? Yeah. Kind of. There's, like, almost a hint of, like, a gingerbread cookie, like, just a hint of the oatmeal cookie flavor in there. But Barely. it's mostly just vanilla. Yeah. I, yeah. I would give it a meh. I'm gonna give it okay. If it had more cookie chunks, it would definitely be delicious because the cookie chunks were great. They're just like we're barely any. So we got a mat and an okay on the oatmeal cream pie. Oh, is that what they're called? I keep thinking. yeah. Okay, oatmeal cream pie flavor, and we got a uh, delicious on the zebra cake ice cream. So I I really want to try the zebra cake because that is hands down my favorite little Debbie snack. But like with the ice cream, if I'm having Little Debbie ice cream, I need it to scream Little Debbie ice cream. And this is like... I agree. <laughs> it's a little there. bit of a missed opportunity. You really need to lean into the Little, little Debbie-ness of it all. Yeah. Yeah. I really do wish it was just like oatmeal... Pe- like if you could get like a concrete or just blend up. Like how they used to do those like uh, pumpkin pie shakes at Andy's. Oh, yeah. Like super good. Where it's, it's like a like, full piece of pumpkin pie in your shake. Yeah. I want it to feel like you just took the snack cakes and the ice cream and just like very loosely blended them. Exactly. Yeah. That would be much better, but these are, I mean, they're ice cream, so they're not terrible. If you're in Walmart and you see them there and you want to buy them, try them out. But I, there's nothing, the ice cream itself doesn't taste very high quality to be honest. So I'm kind of disappointed that they didn't have the gray Poupon and pretzel ice cream. Cause we tried before they had Kraft macaroni and cheese and pizza ice cream and they were better than you would think they would be, and I'm very intrigued by the Grey Poupon. I'm sure it's not like something you would enjoy on a regular basis, but I still want to try it. We have it in Logan. All I right. wasn't upset we weren't trying it. And Maybe I'll say that. when I visit you in Logan, I'll try some there. <laughs> we can try some together. We can record it and later post it to the podcast. <laughs> so that is Treat Yourself, and that is our podcast. Thank you for joining us on the podcast, Hannah and Phoebe. Yeah, thank you for having me. And thank, thank you, you especially to anyone who's listening. If you are lis- listening, let us know. You can email us at talkdadpodcast at gmail.com. You can find us at talkdadpodcast on Instagram and Facebook and at TTD Podcast on Twitter. We will tweet out pictures of the ice cream and also of the strange creature that was captured outside Amarillo Zoo in Texas. And you can tell us what you think it is. If you like the podcast, there's two things you can do. One, you can tell a friend about our podcast. The other thing you can do is leave us a good review wherever you found the podcast, and that might help other people to be able to find the podcast as well. This has been a lot of fun, and we will see you later.